All right. Um, hello, everybody, and welcome to the AmeriCorps Connections. Um, no, I have not changed the above name, but um, I feel like that's just the right thing, um, that this is the AmeriCorps Connections podcast, where we get to catch up with AmeriCorps alumni to reflect on their service term and learn about what they're up to now. I'm Nikki Fiacco, an AmeriCorps state and national um, alumni who served one year through Volunteer Maryland. Um, I'm motivated to do this podcast because I know how transformative my service year was to me and how it wasn't only through my service that the, I, I was so that the experience was so transformational, but it was through the networking and connections that I've made along the way that have contributed and allowed me to grow in service and grow professionally and personally. Um, so each week, I get to have conversations with alumni who have served a service term or two or three or four <laughs> and by finding out that there's all kinds of ways of, of staying in service um, and listen to their experience and how they got them to do what they're doing now. Um, and finally, it's my hope that through these conversations, we as an alumni start to really connect with one another and encourage others to serve, support those that are in service, and in turn, turn to this network for professional opportunities, trainings, and other resources to share. I'd love to have regional meetups um, and special pop-up service projects um, where we can connect in person and support each other in the work that we're actually doing right now. So buckle up and get ready um, because we're about to hear from another amazing service, service member um, and learn what she is up to now. So I would like to introduce everyone to Dana Bazelli. Is that right? That's right. All right. Yay, um, who is an AmeriCorps alum, and I believe your service was NCCC, City Year, City Year Cleveland. Both. <laughs> With all of the yeah. above. So all since I'm, above. Not doing, I'm not doing your service year justice, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, and um, let's talk about how you got roped into this AmeriCorps world that we're in. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And yes. Yes, I, we usually talk about, oh yeah, my service year. And for me, it's like, oh, well, which one? Which, my service which era, life. Which era <laughs> yeah. of service? Um, I, so I actually, I think it's kind of funny to start off my story by saying, well, first I dropped out of college. <laughs> um, wow. And that, that is kind of um, simplifying the story, obviously, but I did uh, have a, we can call it a quarter life crisis or whatever, but I, um, I changed my major very dramatically, right? I started out as a, uh, a Chinese major, uh, which like, like Chinese I, language or Chinese yes, culture. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, Mandarin and that I, I, I speak Mandarin and I was like, I'm going to do this as a career. I'm going to be a translator. And I had, um, I, my godparents live out uh, near Tacoma in Washington and I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. So like, don't, we don't have mountains. We have beautiful, you know, great, the, the, the great lakes, but we don't have mountains. And so I was, I was going out to visit them pretty often and they took me on this hike in Mount Baker, Snoqualmie National Forest. And I just, it was such an amazing experience for me that I remember just like standing there and like looking around and being like, I have to change my major. Like I need to do, I need to like, I need to work in something environmental. Like what am I doing with my life? Um, <laughs> and so mind you, I was already like halfway, you know, I was already like two years into the whole experience and um, I'm very impulsive. So I was just like, well, this is obviously I, I feel the calling. This is what I have to do. And I'm changing major. And then, uh, you know, down the road realized, okay, well, that means I'm not going to graduate in four years. That means, you know, you know, I, I, I realized the ramifications afterward, <laughs> and, right? Like two years afterwards. Yeah. And um, I just kind of hit a wall and I was like, you know what, I need to, I need to just take a break or I need to get out of here. I, cause all my friends are graduating and I was like, what am I doing? Oh my God. 
um, not that I regretted the change. I was loving, you know, the classes I was taking in environmental studies and natural resource management. But oh, a friend of mine who um, I'm still in contact today and um, she she inspired me essentially to service and she served with, uh, we were, I was going to school in Columbus, Ohio, and she served with city year Columbus and her first year with city year was my kind of last year, um, in school at that time. And I remember being on the phone with her and she told me, and I'll never forget this for some reason. She was like, I just got done crying in the bathroom because this is so hard. And one of my students was being mean to me today. And, but I really, I really care about them and I'm not going to give up on them. And, you know, this is, I'm going to keep going and I'm going to, and, and I was just like, so inspired by her and just, and I was like, tell me more about this whole, like, what is yeah. it again that you're doing? And uh, so we talked a little bit more about what, what's AmeriCorps, what is, city year specifically working in, in the schools. And so that's eventually what I decided I was going to do. And so I, I left my bachelor's degree uncompleted and was like, peace out. I heard there's this program I can do where my loans will be postponed and um, they'll pay me money that I can put towards my loans while I think about what I'm doing with my life. And uh, I went I decided I wanted to go home, which for me is Cleveland, Ohio. So I went home to Cleveland to serve. Um, I want to just, me, I, I wanna uh -huh. just um, real quick, just point this out because this is something that um, I, like I'm here, I'm in Maryland right now. And we just, uh, we have a new governor, Wes Moore and something that, and he's, he was tied into national service like years ago. I remember watching oh, him yeah. a couple years ago, speaking through, um, speaking with Service Year Alliance and talking about national service and tandem with military service. Well, he's working on a proposal to have a, a year of service as an option for everybody who finishes high school. Um, and I just think that you pointing out that like yeah. you went to college because that's like what we should do. What we um, should do, right? Yeah, it's what we, right. We, all these shoulds that are shooting on us. Um, and then you turn to service to figure out what you wanted to do. And I just think right. that that is like such an important message. If you guys tune out from this podcast, just take this with you. Like that. You listen to one thing I say. If you listen to one thing, thing that I tell you, um, yep. you can really find yourself through service. And I don't know if it's because it's hard or you're just serving other people or what it is, but I just feel like there's just not this pressure of like, go through the classes and do the thing to have the thing, to do the thing, to be the thing and everything. It's more of like, right you're in the community and you're doing the thing and then everything just kind of opens up. So I'm sorry, I totally interrupted your train of thought, but no, I just no, think I'm that glad. that is so important that like, yeah, you don't know what you're doing. And even if it's after high school or in college, or from my experience, I was 34 years old when I did my service year. So yeah. it completely changed everything in my life and what, what I knew I could do. It gave me so much confidence mm -hmm. to move forward and just try hard things. Yeah. So um, yeah. anyways, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm glad. And I need you to like steer the conversation as well too, uh, because I, I like to just like ramble on down the road. But I, I do think that um, part of why this service was so attractive to me was because I was feeling um, just confused and isolated. And like, you know, the focus was all on me. What am I going to do? Yes. What am I going to be when I grow up? What is like, it, you know, and I think that's something across our American society with like this, all this focus on the individual service is an opportunity to see yourself as part of a whole, as part of a community, as part of like a contributing factor, instead of just, um, you know, here's me going through like in a giant university, <laughs> which yes. like for some people can be a very like awesome collective and community oriented experience. But for me, I was so just like, what do I want to do? And, and again, having this crisis of like, did I pick the wrong thing? Should I, should I have been doing this? I feel called to do this. And, 
and feeling like my degree had to line up with what I felt called to do, which mm-hmm. now I tell people, I'm like, just get a degree in something. Like, it's, yes. Yes. I'm not currently like, I, you know what I mean? It's like, yes, it doesn't, it doesn't exclude you like only in very particular, like particular fields jobs right. or fields. Do you like, must you have a degree in a certain thing? And I'm like, well, if I had just, you know, but that's a road I won't go down because it, this brought me to service, you know? Yep. And so I went home to service city or Cleveland and it was a very, you know, just like my friend described on the phone, like I just got, got done crying in the bathroom. Like this is hard. Um, and it, you know, some days were great. Some days were like breakthrough days. For those that um, don't know, but, um, yeah, for those that don't know what you do in city year, um, I mean, yeah, I think I have like, an idea, like y'all are in schools, but if you could just say like a glimpse of a day in the life of a city year AmeriCorps member. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, uh, obviously I need to like practice my elevator speech for city year instead of just being like, it's really hard. <laughs> um, so <laughs> As a city year AmeriCorps member, you are a student success coach. And so Mm. you work full time in the schools, but you're not a teacher. You're paired with a partner teacher and you provide support in classrooms, out of classrooms. So um, it it depends on the school. It depends on the grade level. I was working in a high school, so I worked with ninth graders and I was partnered with an algebra teacher. So oh, wow, um, that is that like was, a perfect storm for, it was cool. I'm sorry, hell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was really, obviously I was, you know, I was intimidated at first, but it, it you have some time to get acclimated to the school community, to the class you're working in. And eventually you formulate with, in, you know, in collaboration with your manager, you formulate what we call a focus list. So these are mm-hmm. students uh, that you work with throughout the year. And city year focuses on attendance, behavior, and coursework. And city year's model is based around uh, targeting the schools and the students that are most likely to, or, or who statistically have shown the most likelihood to not end up graduating from high school. Mm-hmm. So um, the statistic and all, I, I don't have it memorized. I should have prepped better for this, right? That's um, okay. We'll find, I'll find it. <laughs> something like 60% of all high school dropout come from only 4% of you know mm. districts and schools. So there's, you know, it's like, okay, we, we want to target and be very data informed about where we work, the students we work with. So there's a lot of this data component of like, okay, analyzing, um, the best way we can target, whether it's attendance behavior or or coursework or a storm of all three, how can we provide support at these key uh, points along a student's high school journey that statistically indicates that they are more likely to graduate. So it's a really long way of saying that you spend all day, all week, you know, these long service days in some of the highest need public schools in the country. Yeah. Yeah. And you did that for a year with city year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. It's a, it was a 10 month, 10 month service. So that was a, a full service year. Uh, and I had this really special experience of serving in the same school that my, uh, my grandparents went to high school. Oh my gosh. That's and, cool. Yes. Which was really a really cool experience. <laughs> um, but it, I, I learned so much from city year and I, I think I was kind of testing the waters for myself in terms of, do I want to be a teacher? Do I want to go into education? Again, I was mm-hmm. at this juncture of like, I don't really know what I'm doing, Yeah, um, but city year made me realize that I, I'm not cut out to be a, a K through 12 teacher. I was like, and that's was so like, wow, valuable. This is, exactly. Like it's yeah, good information. valuable too, because like, I, like I listen to th- these inspirational videos on, on all the time and they talk about, um, if you know what you don't want, 
you know what you want. And a lot of times it's easier to identify what you don't want. And when, so I was a director of an an AmeriCorps program, Volunteer Maryland, which was actually Mm -hmm. the program that I went through. So um, that was kind of fun. I went to, you know, the HR records and looked through my file and I was like, oh, I was a terrible AmeriCorps member. My (laughs) time card was awful. But, um, (laughs) but so I, you know, I had the privilege of having about 30 AmeriCorps members every year. Um, and a lot of times like you, you know, their service year was hard. Like maybe they didn't like their service site. Maybe their, their supervisor like never showed up or didn't help them. And so I was like, number one, stay in service and finish your service year because finishing is going to be a lot better than not. And I said, take this time to learn how to not be a manager that treats people like crap during this time, learn how to find allies, learn how to make connections and networks. And they never liked that answer. They wanted me to go in as the director and be like, you need to be nice to AmeriCorps member. But I'm like, there's some reason (laughs) that you are in this experience. So take that opportunity and figure out because you're going to be getting the same lesson over and over and over until you fix it or until you learn it. And then you can move on to the next lesson, unfortunately, but that's the way life is. So I think like, gosh, you're really giving us some really good nuggets, like for life, you know, <laughs> like you could always change yeah. your mind, learn what you want and what Words you don't of wisdom want. from Dana. You could always change <laughs> your mind. And mind. sometimes I've done that so many times. <laughs> so, oh my yeah. So you learned that you did not want to be in the classroom. And so what did you do next? So, um, course we're we're focusing on environmental things yes. this month yes so that, yeah. I joke I joke with people um because spoiler alert I work for city year now and I, I joke that. with I joke with core members sometimes because you know some people are like man I really am having a hard service year or like mm. I really don't like this like I don't know if I'm gonna finish and I really try to empathize I'm like you guys I you know, it's, it's a difficult and rewarding experience. You'll have those great days, those bad days. But at the end of the day, I was, I came away from that experience. Like, wow, glad I finished that. Glad yes. I did that. Learned so much. I'm going to go live in the woods now. I need to get <laughs> as far away from these, these windowless rooms yeah. as I can. I was just like, you know, and, and in the winter in Cleveland, you know, it's like you go to work when it's dark, you come out when it's dark because your service days are so long, you know, you gotta Mm -hmm. get those 1700 hours. And I was like, I need, I just, I need to go into the woods. That's so funny. um, I need to go into the woods to rehab. I joke with people. Yeah. I went and I lived in the woods after city year because I just needed that recuperation time. And that's exactly what I did. So I, once I figured out that city year was not the only AmeriCorps program, that there was like this whole world of different programs with different service term, you know, lengths and different time commitments. And I, I found, um, I found Northwest Youth Corps, NYC, um, shout out to Northwest Youth Corps, because that was my gateway into essentially working in the outdoor industry. And I went and worked in the woods for eight weeks. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, full on like camping in the wilderness, building trails, um, cutting fallen logs off the trail with mm-hmm. uh, cross cut saws, literally like the two person cross cut saw. Oh my gosh. How uh, fun. Because you, uh, you, it is illegal to use power tools in the wilderness. Like that based on the definition of wilderness and the uh, management of wilderness. No power tools back there. It's all the old fashioned craft wow. <laughs> saws. And so it was amazing, but it was it was a great continuation of the teamwork that I learned in City Year. Mm-hmm. You know, I was working on a team for the first time in City Year. Um, you know, I was with them for these long, like 50 to 60 hour weeks. And then all of a sudden I was thrown into a team where I was with them all the time. Yeah. We camped together. You know, we would go out out to the work site, hike into the work site together, and we would come back and have to cook dinner together and camp. Wow. Um, Did you run into any crazy thing? Yeah. Did you run into anything crazy in the woods? What's like the creepiest thing that like happened (laughs) or the coolest, I guess, inspirational. 
I don't know. Honestly, yeah, I think, well, the story that I always tell about my NYC experience is that we, um, you know, to bring it back to like, just finish your service term. Like this one was eight weeks long. Like this was Mm -hmm. a really short summer experience. And um, my team, I had a, a team of five. And within the first two weeks, we lost two people. So it was just myself and one other person. You dropped out. Team you didn't like they, lose them yes. in the woods. Well, one of them disappeared in the night. Literally, we were in the wilderness. We were in, ironically, I, my, my life is full of connections. Mount Baker Snoqualmie National Forest, which is where I, with my, with my godparents, like had yeah. this moment of like, I need to change my major. Like, this is what I want to yes. do. Yes. Um, so we were in Mount Baker Snoqualmie National Forest and this team member um, left us a note and hiked down the mountain in the middle of the night and had his girlfriend pick him up because he was like, I, I just can't do this anymore, but just left a note. So the next morning, <laughs> the next Whoa. morning we're like, and of course our team leader is like, oh my God, like I'm responsible for this person. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, wow. And then the second person um, who dropped out was just having a I think having a, like needed some more, I, I think their parents, they were, they were kind of young. Their parents thought that they would, they needed a wilderness experience when really they probably just needed some like mental health resources. And he also didn't make it past the second like, week. Done. And Right. And so then we had to merge with another team that had lost some people. And so it was just this, um, it was this lesson of just like rolling with the punches because like, yeah another day another like you know at one point it was myself and my my other uh teammate just the two of us and we were like well only the strong survive let's go (laughs) oh my gosh that's so crazy um yes thank you for bringing up and reminding us that this month we are focused on um earth justice and the environment. Um, and so I'm having guests on that either served or, and, or are still working in the environmental. So we will frame the conversation a little bit around, um, kind of how you were brought into, um, working in the environment. And I love how you had that serendipitous moment where you were out in the woods and you're like, I'm going to change my major. And then you had, Mm -hmm a service experience actually on in that same area so that's so cool so you you survived and got through those eight weeks because you're still here I see you (laughs) I'm here I made it and I loved it I loved it I was as soon as that was done I was like I need to do more of this this is amazing um I had camped as a girl scout but I hadn't I hadn't really camped as an adult very much Mm-hmm. And definitely not like hike nine miles in and camp. Um, so that That's was a kind of an animal. introduction. Yeah. I mean, we were on national forest lands and it was just, wow, it was an amazing experience. And that I I was like, I need to continue this. So then we come to my next service experience, which was AmeriCorps and triple C. And that was like, I mean, like I said, we're really progressing like in our teamwork abilities uh, and triple C is 10 months with eight to 10 people and you live with them, you travel with them, you work with them, you grocery shop with them. Like <laughs> you, you guys like, like go live down the list, you together. do everything together yeah. for 10 months. And that was an amazing experience, a challenging experience. And I, I kid you not when I say I, a few years after the fact, literally just like apologize to my team leader <laughs> after the fact, like, I'm sorry. I was just a difficult person to manage. I realize that now. I think I did that but, too. When I met up with my program manager, I'm like, I'm sorry. I just didn't understand what I was doing. And I was an adult. So I just, I'm like, I was a difficult adult. Yeah. And, and I think that's one of the cool things now about it that I see now about these programs is like these are geared towards young adults this is for 18 to 25 year olds yeah that is a time when you're learning that is a time when you're growing that is a time when like you don't maybe have the best coping skills or have the best like and and that's okay and now 
we're all in that space where we can all, you know, in, in my era of, from, from my service, my team members, we can all look back and be like, yeah, we were young. We did the best we could. Like we didn't kill each other. We all made it through my entropy C team. We didn't lose anybody. We all stuck it out. And uh, so we were paired with, to, to continue this theme of like environment, we, uh, we all applied for and were placed on the trail team. So C typically you do, there's different project rounds, I think three to four. Um, ours was a little different because we were the trail team um, mm-hmm. where you are assigned uh, and the, there's different regional campuses. I served out of the Sacramento campus and the Sacramento campus services the whole Pacific region as well as Hawaii. And um, so there was like one lucky crew that got to go to Hawaii and serve there. But, and, yet, um, and, and Alaska. So plug for C. So like cool. you can really see the country through that program. And um, we, we served first uh, in Salt Lake City, Utah, which was amazing. I had never been there. I mean, this was, I had, I got to explore a lot of the country through through serving with Northwest Youth Corps and serving with NCCC combined. I served in Oregon, Washington, Idaho, uh, Utah, and California, all places that I had never been to previously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, except for Washington State, which I had visited with my um, with my godparents. So it was, and again, coming as as a flatlander from from Cleveland, Ohio, being like mountains and like looking, what? looking around and being like, this is just uh incredible. So it expanded it expanded my my worldview expanded my um you know the way I thought about the diversity of our country mm-hmm. and, you know, in terms of geography in terms of you know communities and all of this it was that's um, I was gonna actually say that when you mentioned that you were all over in different areas that the mm-hmm. um I have a geography and environmental studies degree so yeah. I you know was studying the landscape and 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 yeah. geography and it it's really like you can get it like the birds are different right like yeah. the trees yeah. the trees the trees like, yes Oh my God. You know, and so I am on the East Coast now, but I grew up in California. And mm-hmm. I forget when I go out to back down to Southern California and I look at the plants and I'm like, oh my gosh, these look like Dr. Seuss plants. You know, they're just yeah. funny looking, right? Like <laughs> yeah. they just don't look real because I'm I'm used to like the East Coast now with like tons of you know deciduous trees and you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. And and I think that like anybody that's interested in in, in, in a cheap way of seeing the country, like sign up for NCCC because N-C-C-C. y'all get like an amazing experience and you mm-hmm. get to see, and then you're stationed in those other areas too. And you're in the community. So not only do you yeah. get this experience of the landscape, it's also of the people. Um, right. And I think that that is, especially for young 20 year olds that like, sometimes you've, I, I forget who I was talking to. I feel like it was Oh, Brittany, I think from the Multiple Sclerosis Foundation who had never left her, her, it was somebody, they'd never left their like Connecticut, right? And then they went across country and they did this amazing experience and it was mind blowing. Mm -hmm. So you, when did you, so you did a full year. What was something that stood out? Um, Obviously the landscape and everything, but um, (laughs) <laughs> what was like, did you have one of those pivotal moments where you're like, oh my gosh, I just can't do this. And somebody came in and was like, Dana, we can help you. Like, or like, I don't know. How'd you get through it? Um, I think for me, the, what was really cool was my team, we were so fortunate. Um, and I, you know, I, I imagine, and I hope that this was, you know, that this is a common experience for NCCC teams. And one of the things that we would do when we get to an area is we would reach out into the community, uh, whether it be, um, I was one of the recruiter, kind of, I had a recruiter role uh, where we would go and say, hey, can we come to the, the library or to this high school and talk about what we're doing and talk about this experience and, you know, 
and that was really cool. But we would also sometimes kind of on our own, like I was really involved in the, I don't know if you've heard of the couch surfing community. Yes. <laughs> so I was really into um, couch surfing at the time. And so uh, I would kind of, I would make a post in that, on that like forum in that community whenever we would get to a new area and just say, hey, I'm here, you know, for X amount of time with this and triple seat with this AmeriCorps group. You know, if you know of any happenings or if you, you know, whatever, basically just saying, hey, we're here. We're not from around here. What's what's good? And I met some really, we met some really cool people who, some of whom invited us, you know, to different um, activities. This one woman was like, I have this whole like riverfront property. Do you guys want to come over and like camp here and hang out here? And just the, the number of people who, once they figured out who we were, why we were here, what we were doing, you know, cause yeah. they'd be like, Oh, we're, we're here to work with, you know, whatever it may be. You know, and our first assignment was non-trail related. They were like, you're the trail crew, but we're going to give you a taste of what normal and triple C is like. So we were working with the Utah food bank and in Salt Lake city. And so, you know, when we would say, Hey, we're, you know, we're a group of, you know, 18 to 25 year olds. We're here yeah. to, to serve with Utah food bank for this amount of time. Um, especially around the holidays, the number of people that were like, would you like to come to my house and have, a, you know, can we host you for, yeah. um, it was, it was really wonderful. And again, really putting that emphasis on, uh, community and mm-hmm. city year certainly is very city year has a very strong AmeriCorps culture. Um, that's, that's city year specific. I should say the city year yeah. has its very own strong culture. Uh, but one of their values is the concept of Ubuntu, which is that I am because you are, we are all connected mm-hmm. and my humanity is tied to your humanity. And I really, feel like that's what like that is really what uh, this service experiences have all um pointed me toward is yeah we're all connected and that life is so much more meaningful when you're doing something as part of a community to better a community instead of just um like I said that that like "Ah, here I am I'm an individual I I'm doing this I just accomplished this it's it's so much more meaningful when you know I could step back and be like this is what my team did we we built this yeah. we built this for this community and so and uh, and you cool. mentioned at the, be- <laughs> at the beginning you're like spoiler alert I'm with City Year again um so <laughs> yeah. after you did NCCC did you do another service term anywhere or where did you I go did. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say I feel like there's yes. something else in there. <laughs> there's more Yes, there's more. But wait, so I, there's more. Uh, but wait, there's more. So AmeriCorps actually helped me get my dream job at the time, right? Uh, and I know, and we, you and I have had a conversation previously yep. about the concept of dream jobs and like, yes. be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. And then what? Mm-hmm. So um, pretty much as soon as I started working on public lands, you know, I was working first with Northwest Youth Corps on forest service lands and with um, with NCCC, we were assigned to work with the California Bureau of Land Management, the BLM. Excuse me. And so I was, that kind of opened my eyes to like, oh, like I could be, you know, I could, I could work. Yeah. I could work on either with the four, I could be for service, I could work with the Bureau of Land Management. I could be in the National Park Service. Um, I could be, you know, and so I started trying to apply to a bunch of different um trail I was working in the trail um working on trail work um through and triple C so I was focusing on those kind of jobs and I was applying and applying 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 and I was getting nothing back I was like what's going on I have all this great experience everything that's on this job description like I know how to do what's going on and um it took um someone, a, a wonderful person, they know who they are in the California Bureau of Land Management that took our team, sat us down and was like, I'm going to teach you how to apply to federal jobs mm. because it's way different than applying to private sector jobs. 
And he essentially gave us all the tips and tricks of, you know, how to structure your resume, which is that he's like, you know, all the conventional resume wisdom you've ever heard, throw it out the window. You, you know, you want a huge federal resume. You want to be really detailed. You want to have everything on there you've ever done. Um, and after that, I started getting referred to hiring managers. Like, oh, oh it's interesting. Working. So, so shout out to, uh, <laughs> shout out to him for, for doing that for us. Because yeah. I was getting so frustrated. You know, we would be out of cell range most of the time. And then we'd have our weekend where we could go into this the little whatever little town we were in at the time and sit in a coffee shop for five hours and like apply to jobs or like you know make contact with yeah. the outside world and I would open my laptop and I'd be like not referred not referred not referred man what's going on and so after that I eventually landed a seasonal job with the National Park Service uh, back in uh, near my hometown of uh, Cleveland Ohio Cuyahoga Valley National Park uh, picked me up as a seasonal uh, community engagement uh, park ranger. Mm -hmm. And I got that job. I found out later because of my city year service experience. That's awesome. Because as, yeah, so I had worked in the Cleveland public schools. They were like, awesome. Saw this on your resume. Yeah. We're going to be sending you as the community engagement ranger to the Cleveland public schools. We love that you have that experience. And so again, I ran away from city year. I was like, I'm going into the woods, but it has been one of the most um, beneficial experiences in terms of, of giving me hard and soft skills in, in my future work uh, experiences. And, And I think that that also, like you're bringing up so many great points because Somebody might go, you went into city year thinking, do I want to be a teacher? But you had no idea that there's a community engagement ranger that right. works for the National yeah. Park Service that goes into the And schools. it worked out so well, yeah. Yeah. And so I think too, like if if, if you've made it this far um, in the podcast, um, <laughs> another takeaway from this is just like, keep your opportunities, keep your mind open. Don't it's close open, off yeah. to like, this is what I need to do to get here to do this because we all yeah. have a special thing to do while we're here. And we may think it's one thing, um, but- <laughs> The universe or Actually. God or whoever is going to, sh- yeah. I like to say they're going to dog you into like what you're actually supposed to do. And uh, so yeah. it's just better to, to let that happen um, and stay open to that. Absolutely. For sure. And I, I, this was, I got totally off the, I, I completely didn't answer your question, but um, <laughs> so my first job with the National Park Service, excellent, great, but it was, it was a 10 week position. Mm-hmm. And so that leads us to actually my other service experience, which was with American Conservation Experience, or ACE. Um, so I was so thrilled. I was finally an actual park ranger. Oh my God, this is great. I was wearing the whole uniform and stuff, the Smokey the Bear hat. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. And then my my contract kind of came to an end. It was like, all right, well, we'll try to hire you back next season. Um, but leading up to that, I had been, because again, my experience was really focused in trail work. So I had been kind of like chatting up the the maintenance people and being like, so what's your, like, so do you have any like trails stuff? Like you got any, yeah. what's going on with that? Like, I know we have trails here. What? And so because I had kind of been, asking around, around and yes. chatting with people. Uh, the, there was uh, someone who was in an AmeriCorps position through ACE uh, supporting the trail department. Um, and they got offered a full, a full employee position and left their service term unfinished, which like mm. great for them. It's awesome. I know AmeriCorps doesn't want you to do that, but like, Hey, it led to a, it led to your, you know, the job yes. you want. And so they had this service term that was like, uh, there's still a couple months left on this contract. Would you want to hop into that? And I was, they're like, oh, and you get um, a stipend and then you'll get a seagull. And I'm like, no, 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 I, I, I don't get an education award anymore. I know how this works. 
Um, but yes, I'll take it. Yes. And so I finished her service term. And then the same thing happened to me. They offered me a full, you know, after that was done, they offered me a job on the trail crew mm-hmm. and it was great. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> so again, AmeriCorps, it, it opens doors. It, you know, I, it was hard for me when I, I was like, oh, I finally a park ranger, I get the whole uniform. And then I went back to intern status. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah. now you get to wear the, the, t- the AmeriCorps t-shirt instead. Um, yeah. And by that time, I won't lie to you. I was like, I'm really tired of being the perpetual intern. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm in my mid getting close to late twenties. Like, can I get a real job yet? Like yeah. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> but again, it paid off. Um, mm-hmm. It, it kept my faith and my name, you know, on top of mind. And so, and, and I, what I was trying to demonstrate is like, I'm really, I'm here, I'm ready to work. You know, I know this, this contract ended, but, but Hey, here I am popping up again here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> keep my, keep my name, keep my face you know, top of mind. Like I said, That's, and, that, and like what I said at the beginning where, you know, it, my service year was important to me and the work that I did was awesome and fantastic, but it, mm-hmm. it really taught me how to connect with people and network yes. and make sure that people, I think when we were chatting a couple of weeks ago, you had said, I made sure that everybody knew my name and my face. And yep. I was You're the, like, me too. I still am the same way. Like, for all those mm-hmm. folks that know me and that are watching this, they'll be like, yep. I mean, literally last night, <laughs> like, yep, yep. this is crazy. Last night I was at a bar and this was such a cool, it was a rooftop bar. It was like inside, outside. It was mm-hmm. just gorgeous. And I looked over across the bar and I was like, wait a minute, is that Brad? And um, it was my, uh, not my first car, but it was my site supervisor when I was an AmeriCorps member at Quiet Waters Park. He was the superintendent and he did the same thing. He looked over at me. He's like, Nikki. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Um, But but like, and now he's at a different park. Right. And I mentioned to him, I'm like, you know, I'm still in the area (laughs) and we do have to have meetings every now and then. And he's like, yeah, no problem. You know, just give me a call and we have rooms. And so for all of you out there, like (laughs) just continue to connect with people and stay in touch and stay Mm -hmm. relevant and stay positive and, you know, things just like Dana is demonstrating through your, your, mm-hmm. all of your different experiences. It's like, it's so funny how your story is like, I left city year to go run in the mountains and it was the same mountains that my godparents gave me. And then I went back to city year yes. and then the city year brought me out into the mountains. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing. So now yeah. is this the point where you're at, at your dream job? Is this the. Yeah. So I finally, I got a permanent job I was seasonal to start right where it was like here's a great job with great benefits but it's only six months long and then (laughs) and then figure it out um so I finally I I got permanent status with the National Park Service and I relocated to San Antonio Texas to take that job and it was again like I finally did it I've been for years just like that permanent gig like when I get that a real adult now (laughs) and I got it and it was it was great it brought me here um I I worked in that job for two years here in San Antonio Texas and I learned that unfortunately the and I had kind of known this but um in the federal government in the National Park Service, perhaps specifically, I'm not, I I can't speak to other agencies necessarily, to kind of move up, you have to move around. Mm. And, you know, I obviously knew that enough that I was like, okay, well, I I need to move to San Antonio to take this permanent job. Okay. Um, But it quickly became clear, you know, and it was an entry level position, of course, which is fine. I was just excited to be there. Uh, but as time went on, I was like, okay, so this really, is there, like, wh- what do I do now? <laughs> like, I did it. But what, <laughs> what do I do now? Do I do now? Like, what am I working towards now? And, and I, I realized that I, I 
wanted to put down roots in San Antonio that I didn't want to live the life of the park hopper. Mm. (laughs) And that I was like, one cross country move was enough like that. I never want to do that again. (laughs) Or like, you know, I want to be really careful about making that decision again, because what a pain. Um, Yeah. But, uh, and I, I had to kind of separate my sense of self from my job and, and yeah, and kind of come to this realization that I can be an environmentalist. I can be a naturalist. I can be the biggest nature nerd, but I don't have to be a park ranger to be those things. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's so you're just drop. I'm serious. Like these <laughs> nuggets that you're dropping are, it's so important. Um, I did the same thing where I was so intertwined into like what I did for work and mm-hmm. what I did and who I saw myself as that mm-hmm. it, it, it 100% led to burnout. And I was found yeah. myself in the same situation where I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. I, I just can't do this anymore. And I had to take a, yeah. a, a hard left and just be like, nope, <laughs> like, nope. And now what ended up happening, and I'm sure this is going to be your part of the story is like these wonderful, like amazing experience. Not that I wasn't having an amazing experience. I loved everything mm-hmm. that I was doing, yeah. but now it's opened up opportunities for me to do things like this, like sit on yeah. a Sunday afternoon and, and chat with AmeriCorps alums <laughs> across the country um, because yeah. I'm not burnt out and stressed out. And so mm-hmm. for all of you that feel like if you've made it this far, because we're in 50 minutes now, this is amazing. I know, I'm sorry, we're really going. <laughs> it's okay. But for any of you who've made it this far, like if you find yourself like just like you just need to make a change. It's okay. Like, again, it goes yeah. back to being sheepdogged. There's a reason I felt burnout and that I needed to stop doing what I was doing to do something else. And so you sense. were at that, you were at that pivotal moment where you had to like question everything kind of. Yeah. yeah. And I, ironically, and I know we're like, you know, you can edit out all my rambling as much as you need, but, (laughs) um, but the funny thing is that I, I came to this job with city year, not kind of, not quite by accident. You know, I was looking and I was starting to apply to other jobs and exploring this, like, who am I, if I'm not a park ranger, like, what am I going to do? But I, when I first moved to San Antonio, I didn't really think about it, but I was, as I was starting to kind of reactivate my networks outside of just the park service, you know, I was very focused on like, this is what my career is going to be. So I'm laser focused on this network, these people, um, parks, parks, parks. Mm -hmm. And I, when I started to kind of realize like, there's, there's other things I can do. There's other things I can be. Yeah. You know, I have such a, I've been so fortunate to have such an amazing wide network. And when I kind of started looking around and looking outside of just park life, I, I was like, wait a second, San Antonio, I don't they have a city year site here. And I was looking it up and I was like, maybe they have some like alumni events I can go to or something. And that's how I stumbled on, um, City Year San Antonio builds a playground every mm. year. Um, they partner with the Rotary Club and they build a playground. And okay. I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'll, I'll sign up for that. I'll go build a playground. Like, oh, let's do it. And, and I was, while I was there, I was like, maybe they had some jobs. Let me see what they <laughs> Yep. And I ended up, uh, it was a temporary, I mean, back in that, like, back in that place of like this is a temporary position it was like a 10 month not a service term it was a you know a 10 month job um and I was like well why not I'll apply and that too in and of itself it's like taking the leap of faith understanding that like this is yeah. a temporary job it's temporary right and I and have a full-time job like 10 months yeah you know? yeah and was, then it's like well no kind of I think that I, I want to take this. And again, mm-hmm. trusting that, the, the, like that little nudge, there's something, there's something there. Um, so yeah. good on you. Good on you. <laughs> yeah. So now I, um, ironically, just to kind of bring things together a little bit, 
now I work for City Year, but I just recently, because March, um, March is, we have AmeriCorps week in March, but City, City Year goes a little crazier and we call March, the whole month of March, Core Appreciation Month. Nice. Not just, you know, we celebrate AmeriCorps week in there, but it's just like, hey, March, we're going to take March to appreciate our AmeriCorps members. And so one of the things that I got the opportunity to do was take a group of AmeriCorps members to the park I used to work at and give them a tour. And we did a three mile hike together, kind of like a guided walk. And it was just such a great experience. I was like, wow, what a way to like bring these worlds together Mm -hmm. for me to share that naturalist, that, you know, nerdy nature and history side of me with um, my current, you know, in my current job. And that was another moment of like, I don't have to work for the parks. I don't have to be a park ranger to be an advocate for parks, to be an advocate for the environment, mm-hmm. to be, um, you know, to bring people into the space. And at the end, I was like, you know, I should have asked who has never been to this place before. And so many people raised their hands. Wow. Like, yes, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That, and I think that that's a really good place to jump, just jump off the last couple of questions that I have, um, you know, yeah, but- being that like you probably there was probably just this great appreciation for being in that park with these folks and it would be different than if you were a park ranger right because it's like you were doing your job for this um did it like I can imagine that the whole experience like you just kind of saw things differently did you were there some members that like had never even really gone to a park before like that it was because and here in San Antonio, it's a, it's a national historical park, San Antonio Missions National Historical Park. So it is, if you live in San Antonio, it's some place you probably went to in fourth grade and then maybe gotcha. forgot about. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're from out of town, maybe you never even made it down there. It's all the way on the south side of San Antonio. So there were a lot of folks who had never been. Um, I didn't really, I'm not sure if anybody had like never been to a historical park or if anybody uh-huh. had just never been to a national park. I don't know. But um, but it was cool to be like, oh, you've actually never been to this this place. And this is yeah, really central to like San Antonio's identity or the, mm-hmm. the San Antonio missions, the Spanish colonial history of San Antonio. So I'm looking forward to for our next our next batch of AmeriCorps members when we have our basic training academy. Um, I'm going to be the voice going like, I want to take them to this historical Part yeah. because it really, especially for folks who are out are from out of town, it's going to help them understand that San Antonio, like our, this place was built on the back of colonialism of, mm-hmm. you know, th- there's a really complex history that can help us understand how, why things are the way they are, how things are the way they are. Um, and, and I'm, I'm already dreaming of like, well, we could, you know, we could, have some service projects and collaborate with like the food bank Part, down there yeah. because they manage the the historical farm fields and so yes so yeah I and, mean, and that, it, alums can do so much yeah and that like we can always find a way to bring some type of service into whatever job yeah. we're doing and I think that that's such a yeah. important part an important point important point to make um that no matter what we're doing we can always circle back to one of you know an experience that we had in americorps um so one of the questions i like to um wrap up it with we have over 1.2 million americorps members who have gone through service um now i'm sure not all of them are with us anymore but um, <laughs> right uh, what what could you envision for us alumni um what do you think we could do collectively as a voice across the country. I know. Two minutes or less. I'm like, everybody plant a tree. <laughs> if every That's single one of us planted point. one tree every year, like we could reforest, we could reforest our country. Um, I love that. that AmeriCorps plant a tree day. Like maybe <laughs> we can, maybe we could have a challenge like that next year in 2024 um, during AmeriCorps cool. week yeah. that Every AmeriCorps member plants a tree. Go out and plant a tree. Okay, you Absolutely. hear that, everybody? Next okay. year, 2024. Next year. Get ready. <laughs> or maybe we'll do it this year. When's Arbor Day? Is it in November? 
September? That's a good question. I'll have to Google that. Maybe, yeah, maybe we know. can do it on Arbor Day. Yeah, because I love that. I wow, that would be so powerful just in itself. But I mean, AmeriCorps members, and, and I meant to bring up to you that just yesterday, one of my coworkers sent me something. And I'm not on Facebook much, but it was a Facebook event. And he was like, hey, did you see this? Somebody's starting an AmeriCorps, a San Antonio AmeriCorps alumni group. And I was like, perfect. Especially That's after awesome. I had, had this conversation with you. I was like, I can't get, wait to see, yeah. you know, to get plugged into this community, to see what we can do together just here in San Antonio. And, and then thinking mm -hmm. about what we can do across the country as AmeriCorps alums, like we can be a force for good. Yay. Let's of course it. for good. Yes. Let's do it. Well, I'm going to find out when Arbor Day is and then see if we haven't passed it already and see if we can make that challenge for AmeriCorps alums to plant a tree on Amer on on Arbor Day. It'll be Amera Amera or Arbor. Amera. Well, I can't figure. I know it's not going to work. Arbor. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. and then finally, my final question especially for this um this particular um April um, podcast experience of, of environmental justice and, and love for the environment. Um, what do you want all people to know about being outside or observing? And I'll say nature with air quotes, because yeah. folks, we, we are, are mammals. We are nature. We are, nature. We are, <laughs> we are made of, of the same stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what I do you want people to know? I would tell people, um, that there's, um, you don't have to have special expertise to go out and enjoy nature, to go out and do something good for the environment, right? I, I think there's a lot of, sometimes it can be intimidating, like, oh, I don't have the right gear, or I don't have the right clothes, or I don't know what I'm doing. Um, during lockdown, I was one of, I'm sure many people who started paying a lot more attention, like we're looking out our windows, right? Not really going out, yeah. uh, going out so much among people, but but seeking that connection with nature. And I started paying a lot more attention to birds. My dad is a huge birder and mm. like bird nerd. And I never really, you know, it was just like if I saw a cool hawk, I'd be like, oh, look, you know. Yeah. But when I started paying attention, it was just really cool because it's something you don't you don't need to be an expert you can just start paying attention to what's around you and tapping mm -hmm. into that sense of wonder of like oh my god we coexist with all this like sometimes we like you said we conceptualize ourselves as separate but we're all sharing this earth and it's really cool when you start paying attention to like all the little creatures and all the you know i love the good metaphor of like you know random uh, here in texas it's like cactus but like things that just grow up in the middle of in, in really incongruous places yes the tree growing up through the crack in the sidewalk and things like that and you don't have to be an expert you don't have to be a park ranger you don't have to be a yeah. naturalist you can just go outside in your own neighborhood and just be present and and just tap into like i said that sense of of wonder Mm -hmm. and it's really it's really restorative like yeah really I love helpful. that and I love that that is such good advice um I oftentimes if I'm on zooms all day or video conferencing for work I'll just go outside and stare at the clouds and just look yeah. at look around and, and I you know that's yeah. very much of a privilege that I get but Dana this has been so wonderful I feel like we could yeah, just talk to you, you forever so um you're yeah, you're you gotta stop me somewhere it's like that going. infinite um that infinite <laughs> sign is like your mm -hmm. like work AmeriCorps experience. It just kind of loops in yes, and on itself. It's, so it's been really rewarding. That's so great. Thank well, thank you, so you for taking yeah, thank you for taking the morning and chatting with us here mm -hmm. on which I'm changing soon. Um, the AmeriCorps connections and um if anybody is in the San Antonio area or wants to get in touch with you, maybe they have some questions about city year, yeah. what would be the best way for people to get in touch with you? And I'll put this all absolutely. in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to share my email. Uh, I am going to be focusing on building community partnerships um, within San Antonio for city year 
and working with prospective um, organizations and prospective AmeriCorps members. If you're interested or you know a young person who isn't sure what they want to do, this is a great way for them to not only earn you know, funds to help them in future education opportunities if they want, um, but also just have that space of growing into who they are and figuring out you know, what they want to do and getting great, great, uh, valuable work experience. That's great. Thank you so much, Dana. And thank you all for hanging in there. This was a a really great and dynamic conversation. So we will be back. Yeah, it's all good though. We'll be back um, next week to share another story um, of an AmeriCorps alum who spent their time serving the environment. So thank you all. Thanks so much.